listening to the sermons of the late Pastor Frank Hampton Jr., who pastored the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan from 1963 to 2018. If you would like to learn more about Pastor Hampton or the Church of God, please visit our website at www.churchofgodjackson.com. Again, that's www.churchofgodjackson.com. We hope you enjoy the message. God bless. Second Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous are they, Self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Let's read that 10th verse again. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. Presumptuous are they, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Presumptuous, self-willed. A few days ago, we were in the store, and we saw a little sign with a motto and a picture. And we were so impressed that we asked the lady... Where could we find one? She said, I'll give you this one. And I was so moved, I thought, and I began to uh, gather scriptures and put them in place. I want you to read the sign, and after which we'll announce our thought. Can you see the sign? Someone with just one person reads it good and clear. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, dust to dust. Life, life is too short, is too short so, party so party we must. I said, Lord, you know, this motto 
has been adopted by practically every young person, regardless to their upbringing, their teaching, their exposure, they have adopted the idea that there is so much in the world that's so impressive, so intriguing, so I must try to party at least one time, regardless. Regardless to uh, my upbringing, regardless to my environment, regardless to my parents' teaching, regardless to the church teaching, I must party at least one time. Life is too short. So, party I must. You know, the one... Many of you today have a lifetime of inconvenience, suffering, and responsibility because you decided to party one time. If you were to look about you and hear testimonies from many who are present today, their predicaments are as they are. Because they just, they had an insatiable uncontrollable urge to party. Many decided, well, I just must see what it's like and know what it's all about. The lights are too bright and the noise is ringing in my ears, so I just must experiment at least. But dear ones, unless Many come to realize that some things are just too costly to experiment with. We will witness the catastrophe that we're now witnessing until a sad end. Party we must. You pray for us. We are living in a day of perverted values. Why couldn't they say, since life is so short, I'm going to get saved real early. I can't take a chance. But the devil has perverted their minds and I just can't. There is something about that bright light, about that wild life that I must try at least one time. I must. I don't care. God can show them hell, destruction, Multitudes whose lives have been wasted and destroyed even at an early age, but that does not stop them. That's no deterrent. They'll walk across all of those ruined lives, demented minds, aborted lives, if you will. Walk over all these unwed mothers who got these children on their hand. All of these young men who are doing lifetime in prison because of one party. And many sleeping in hell. And they'll walk across all of that and party anyhow. Party I must. Yes, I've seen them go to hell from right here because of party, but I'm going to party too. Yes, I see all of these unwed mothers who's uh, almost going to despair because of their responsibility, but I'm going to party anyway. 
Yes, I see my friends, amen, doing a 20 to 40 and 45 to 90 in jail and some all day, but I'm going to party anyhow. Way back in the 30s, they used to have old song, What Mama Don't Lie Around Here. They said, I don't care what Mama Don't Lie, I'm going to do my snake in anyhow. So that's what you all said. I don't care what God don't lie. I don't care what my mama don't lie. My parents, I'm going to do my party anyhow. Well, go ahead. But I tell you what they want. I would guarantee you, if many of those who even saved now could turn the clock back, they wouldn't party no more. Or they go somewhere and sit in the corner and hold their hands. Amen. That parting has them in a mess that they can't get out of. And still there are those who say, party, I must. There are those who seem to be cool. Seem to have it made. Impressive. Amen. And that impresses you more than a godly mother, a godly father, godly saints of God. You're going to try your hand at least one time because the devil have made you think that you're going to be the life of the party. But you might not have no life or in the party. There was a young man like that over in Luke chapter 15. If you turn quickly and read for me. Luke chapter 15 verse 11. Read quickly so we can move on. He said a certain man had two sons. Young of them said to his father, you know, this, I guess I'll never, I'll never maybe satisfy myself how it is that children raised under the same roof, the same circumstances, the same atmosphere, the same influence can be so diverse and different. One can fear God and fear to tamper with the world and one can totally disregard all inhibitions. One can live chaste, amen, and a life of proper restraint and the other can debauch all that they have even before they become middle teenagers. That's difficult to understand. That's difficult to understand. But there are those, and always have been, those who decided, amen, here were two sons here, and one of them decided, I got my party. I don't care about your upbringing, daddy. I don't care what you've done, amen, of your influence, and I'm going to party. And I'm going to tell you something, D1. Everyone that have parted for any length of time have ended up in the same predicament. And you can rest assured that I don't care how they look to you and what kind of car they drive and what kind of dress they flounce around in and how many holes they got in their ear, brother, they end up in a mess. You can be impressed if you want to, praise our God. Somebody got amen. But seven, eight earrings in the ear and rings on everything and all that kind of long, false fingernails. Amen. They ain't doing nothing. Oh, they're not doing a thing. Praise God, but they're botching that body even hoping they don't have AIDS next week. Read. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods 
They fall into me. And he divided unto them Listen, give me what I got coming and let me party. Get the fence from around me. Remove all of these restrictions and curfews and time I got to come home at night and where I can't go and what I can't do and what I can't involve in. Get, get me away from that and let me go. Brother, it's a sad situation. We can hardly raise a child today before they get to their 13th birthday. They're ready to leave home. Get away from it. Let me party. You won't let me party. No party around here. You don't allow no party around here. Let me go. I want to party. Let me party. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, this is not used in a restricted sense. You might not go where they have a party of loud music, but when you are just doing what you want to do, you're partying. When you have no, I don't care if you're just riding around in your car, amen, or going out on the street, uh, involving yourself. It's partying nonetheless. You might party one fashion, one might party in another fashion, but it's the same spirit perpetuating all of it. And that's what's detrimental. Look like people wake up sometimes. After the first party almost took you under, look like you wouldn't try a second one. God have mercy upon us. God help us. All right, go on. Not well. It don't take long to catch up with you, children. I'm telling you, it doesn't take long. We were just out there in California having meetings, and many of you all who are here present today were there. This sister where we stays has a brother, a young man, but he has so wasted his life with cocaine that his lung would just burn up, and he was just spitting up blood, going to the hospital every day. And a few days later, we found out he was gone off into eternity. Pardon it. Not many days. It didn't take a long time. Many of y'all, I'm going to wait till that. When I get old, I'm going to get saved. A lot of you are not going to get old. I don't know if there's an individual in the United States that have preached more funeral of the saints' children than me. I counted, I think, about eight or nine, and that's almost unheard of. Find me a church. Find me a preacher who have, and you know why? Because of the truth you all are set up under, and God has visited this place. He visited first with mercy and enlightenment and then with judgment. You know why all of them went off in eternity? Because they had the party. They just had the party. And I'm going to tell you something, one. Some doubtless left at the first party. I've known, heard of incidents where people, little young green girls or whoever go out to their first party and somebody put something in their drink. And they and their minds are blown, and they are insane, mad, ravaging lunatics the rest of their lives. Put something in that drink. Some of them go there have a wild party and get under some influence, and five or six or seven eight boys goes over their bodies. They wake up the next morning, amen, out of it, lost everything that did to them, things that they can't recover. That they'll never be able to regain. Some of you tried your first party, passed something around, and you got hooked on it, and you can't get off of it. And I'm going to tell you something. Little you think, you might never. Other than the power of God, you will never. You will be intermittently doing it as long as you live. Why? Because let me tell you something about this, about this experimentation. You don't know what you're doing. I keep telling you all the one. There is a psychological effect. 
on this mess in the world. Amen. Amen. And you always remember that thrill you got, that first thrill. Even after you get saved, you remember is it. That's why many of you today are having such struggles even though you're saved. You remember that, you remember. There's a psychological effect. You sense it's all that you did. You remember the thrill and you recapitulate. The devil brings it back before, uh, the panorama and sometimes the afterthoughts are so intriguing you can't refrain from doing it again. So when the devil, amen, brings that strong partying urge, they say, you must do it. You better say, no, I'm not. I don't care, please, our God, what I have to do, I'm not. They can call me, they can call me square, they can call me what they want to, I'm not. Why? Because the party's going to end. Oh, the party's going to end. Some people try to sit around all night long, three or four, five, six, seven, eight o'clock all the next morning, trying to, amen, trying to outlive the party. But the party going in. Some people, after everybody going, go to sleep and try to wake up, try to still enjoy the party after it's over. Some of y'all trying to enjoy the party and the party's already over. Oh, your party is over already. Some of y'all parties in real early. What did he say? There's something else in this I want. Wait just a moment. A party. A party is a number of people who have come together for amusement or entertainment. You know, dear one, let me tell you something. You know why many of these young people don't want to get saved? They want to be amused and entertained and fulfill their own wild and suspicious notions. They see other people doing it, and, they, and we say you shouldn't do that. So, amen, that urge to do, it's sad to me. We can teach and preach and pray, and they can see the benefits of what we have taught for 15 years, and they'd be exposed one time and mess around and go wild to the world. We can shelter you, teach you the benefits of virtue. You can see it working in your life. And one time you go to a party and some cool individuals destroy you. Brother, we're up against something today. You've taught your children, you've sheltered them and everything else. And one time after a basketball game, a couple hours later, they come home. But what happened between the basketball and a couple of hours might tell all of the difference in the rest of their lives. Go out of town and play ball and come back and they get on, on in, in the car coming back, they pass around something. And then them get started just like that, brother. I know what I'm talking about. They come back smelling like burnt grass and some other stuff, brother. And that's the beginning of it. Your little daughter prays our God, go to, can we go to the school game? And after a while, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and no daughter. What happened? We got stranded by snow. You got some on your hand, they want. And some of you paying for it, I got running, ripping and running, ball shopping. You better be praying for the youngsters. Oh, you got something on your hand. I declare you got something on your hand. You got something on your hand. Oh, you got something on your hand. And I'm going to tell you something. We, I got something on my hand trying to stop some of you young people, an old one from partying. 
How in the world you think your children are going to party and you can't stop partying? You had to go back three or four times and try it. And some of them are the most sophisticated partiers. You just do what you want to do. You spend your time just lolling around, dropping down the street and do what you want to do. That's partying too. You don't have to go and drink liquor and go out to, uh, and have some loud, wild music. Just old unrestricted spirit. You don't care if you ain't going to the mall. You, that, you got to have a party in spirit. Just old unrestricted spirit. That's right. And many saints got that. They're most sophisticated partiers. Awesome. Amen. And, and, and they're going to end up in the same place. Because they have no burden, no vision of the, of the, of the battle. Amen. Amen. What did he do? And not many days after. Listen. The younger son gathered what? All together. All together. And took his journey into a far country. Oh, he said, I've heard him tell me, I want to get just as far away from me as I can. <laughs> don't stay out late and don't do this and don't be laying around with boys and don't fool around, don't lay around with girls. I'm going to get just as far away as I can. I'm going to get my stuff and I'm going just as far as I can. Well, I tell you what, children, you're going further than you think. Thank God he didn't intend to go to a far country. The first day, he was just one day journey from home, but he ended up in a far country. Many of you, I've heard many, but I ain't going too far. I'm just going one day's journey. Well, that's right. The first day, you was just one day's journey, but you end up in a far country. How in the world did I get way down here? Lord, have mercy. All I wanted to do was just go across the street to the party. I didn't intend to go get way down here and then all of this and under all of this and, and this involved. Just over here about a year ago, I preached the film right here. A young man, 16 years old, I guess it was. Party. Then they start shooting after the party. There was a shootout. And he was the victim. Party! The party's over, brother, for him. Over! Never even enjoyed his teens. But that's no less, but that doesn't make any difference to you all. You're going to party anyway. Out of you, you walk over 40 bodies still. Isn't that pitiful? Look like to me, brother, if that would happen, all of you young people should be walking lightly. I don't want to be a victim, but that showed me how hard your hearts are. I don't care what happens. Even not long ago, I think one was coming from a party or something, and even a car slipped off the highway, hit a tree, and, and two or three of them went off in eternity. Coming from some party. Ice formed. Car went out of control. And their lives went off into eternity. They had the party. Had the party. I'm going to tell you, they want a lot of these youngsters you send in here and there. They got they stop by the party. If they can't go and sleep, they'll just stop by the party. Get to get under the spirit of it. Enjoy the spirit of it. Amen. And what happened, sister? And took his journey into a far, took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his now, I want you all to listen. You'll have to study with me because you need to get this message this morning. Amen. I, I asked for a little more time. Not that we're going to be lengthy, but some has to leave under some circumstances. And I want you to get the message before you go. He did what? And there wasted his substance. There wasted his substance. I look, wait just a moment. I looked up the definition for these words for the sake of clarity because I want you to get it. Wasted his what? Substance. All right. His substance. The definition is essential part. Anything that has no substance is worthless. So, a substance is the essential part. He wasted the essential part. He wasted that which was meaningful to life. 
Will y'all pray with me? After the devil takes what's meaningful, he throw you. Okay, you can do what you want to do after that. You have no reputation. You have no dignity. You have no marketability. You have nothing. So he's going back to business now. I, I got, I got the essentials. I got the essentials. I got your essentials when you were 18 years old. When you were 17 years old, you never will be a man now. Your body's messed up. Your mind is demented. What can you profit? What can you be now? Brother, listen. In Jackson, we have some pitiful sights. Look like she uh, be a deterrent to all our young men. We got walking up there. I'm turning around in the street and, and slobbering and wild-eyed. Just walk you see him anywhere. What happened? Happened at the party. But you all make a joke of it, praise our God, but many of you have done the same thing that caused them to be like that. Many of you have done the same thing that caused them to be like that. Sad situation. Sad, sad situation. Everything, they, their, their substance is gone. Their manhood is gone. Their dignity is gone. Nobody will hire them on a job. Nobody wants them for a husband. The parents don't want them there. They wasted their substance. You wasted your substance. Nobody wants you for a wife now. You don't have the skill for a job. Your substance is gone. And God help you if you have a little left. Please try to preserve it. Don't wait the little you have left. Maybe you can build up off of that. Grieve my heart. I don't care how you can serve these youngsters on a silver platter. I'm leaving. Isn't that sad? That spirit, that spirit is lamentable. Why? Because I don't want to be restricted. You don't have this. You don't have that. This place ain't nothing but a dump. Anything. Say this thing. Just drive a nail right in your heart. And end up sleeping in cars and everything else. After their substance has been wasted. I'm going to tell you, most of you all don't have that much substance in the first place. You don't have that much to offer in the first place. You're not that smart. You're not that intelligent. So you, you don't, you're not that marketable as it is. And if you waste what little you do have, you are a mess. I'm a guy walking up down the street with two or three wrenches in the pocket, hoping somebody let him fix something, just to to do anything, trying to live. Can't get a job. Amen. Their substance is gone. Their mind gone. Their marketability is gone. Amen. Their usability is gone. Everything that's meaningful is gone. That's what the devil wants to do. Take your substance and turn you loose. Then you know what you're going to do? I want to be saved. You want to bring that to God. When you ask something to offer, you want to party. But now your substance is gone. Have nothing to offer. Bring it to God. Isn't that sad? But thank God for a merciful God. He will accept you anyway. Who else would? Your mama don't want you. Dad don't want you to 
Hold on, won't you? Oh, Lord, wasted his substance, wasted the essential part. You have something essential, they want you. Your virtue is essential. I don't care. Amen. You might have no education, you might have no money, you might not have a lucrative family background, but your virtue is always a bargaining piece. Some girls call themselves sophisticated and everything else. That's when I lost that virtue. I want fellas to listen. So you, you, you try to be so stuck up, you're second rate. You lost something since you're second rate. I don't care what you try to do now. You might have look good and everything, but you're second rate. They won't tell you that when they when they after you. Oh Lord, help us out this morning. Amen. The sad part is that examples mean nothing anymore. I say many are in hell today who parted only once, got in a shootout or. Some, amen, slipped something in their drinking. Some got on dope at the first party. Some, amen, got involved in illicit sex. And some a robbery or theft at the party. They got there and started drinking and talking this and showing. And amen, there's a store over here. Maybe we can knock it off and get away with it. And, and all this kind of All started at the party. They make their plans at the party under the influence of something and carry them out. And, and whole lives are affected. At the party. At the party. Brother, we are in a sad, sad time. How different would things be if only our children had decided not to party? And that's the reason why they don't want to be saved. The party. In one fashion or another. You might say, I don't go to party. You're partying anyway. I don't give you just do that to the mall or do it on the sidewalk or do it in your car. You're partying anyway. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. Brother, one of the most depressed feelings in the world is when you've invested all that you have in the party and the party ends. That's what, uh, that's why I'm not at all impressed with Christmas. Why? All, everything was built around Christmas. And brother, when Christmas was over, I would be the saddest thing in town. What? I want Christmas to keep going, keep going. But see, but it ends. I was living for it. I had too much invested in it. And now it's, it's over. And I got to wait a whole year. Some of you all are messing around with the devil. Amen. Calls you to invest all that you have in the prospect of partying. And I'm going to tell you something, children. One thing in my favor is that I have seen so many parties come to ends. I remember when I was young. And I grew up in a little town where there was hardly any restraints. From the age of six or seven, eight years old, boys had engaged in anything, girls, anything they wanted to do, more or less. And all kind of suggestions. Amen. I knew better. And I knew the consequences. And I was exposed to all of this. But I could sense the brevity of it. I could see it even as a child. I said, this is not going to last. Listen, you get messed up doing this, you know, but they didn't care all they concerned about now, 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 what, regardless, let later take care of itself. That's the way they felt, and it did. You know what happened? Now, when I go back home, it's almost desolate. I look at those boys who are robust, amen, great football player, we all together, partying. They could not foresee this day. 
They wouldn't allow themselves to look beyond the party. But thank God I could. I could say, wait a minute now. This thing going to end. I've got to face this thing after it's all over. I can't just blind my mind and play the fool, amen, and, and suppose that this is all of it. There's something after this. Either I restrain myself now or I be made to restrain myself later. Brother, when those lungs were deteriorating, you didn't have to tell them not to smoke anymore. They're only coughing up, amen, blood and, 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 and walking around with an oxygen tank. Amen. At a young age, you don't have to tell them not to smoke then. They couldn't restrain themselves to begin with, but now they have to restrain themselves. They don't have any choice. Amen. Amen. Ways of the substance. Let's go on to turn to Daniel chapter 5. Verse 1. Belshazzar the king. Oh, he had a great big party. Come on with it. Made a great feast to a thousand of his glory. I mean, he just, just, he just raked them in. He won't have, he's going to have a sure enough, he's going to have a turnout here. Come on with it. And drink wine before the Ah, drink wine. They didn't have cocaine then and crack, but they had, but they had wine, so they just make up on wine. Come on with it. While he tasted the wine. Ah, uh, when he started drinking the wine, then all kind of thoughts came to his mind. That's right. he, oh, he just kept going. Even when you start messing with a false spirit, that spirit will just keep on. You just keep going with it. Amen. You don't know where to stop. Amen. You don't know when you're going too far. That's why I tell people about this petting spirit. You, you say you ain't gonna be in petting. Why? It's gonna take you further than you intend to go. That's why you can't talk with it. And you ought to know it by now. Come on with it. While he tasted the wine, commanded to bring the gold and silver vessels, which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, his wives and his concubines, are everybody going to drink. I we gonna have a party. Bring me my wives and my concubines and anybody else. We gonna we gonna have a party. We gonna we gonna do it. You you get that old spirit. Get your little job and on the weekend, pray that you're gonna do it. You gonna do it all year. You gonna do it to dust to dawn the next morning. I heard someone say that three day party. That means party three days. I mean without stopping. No sleep, no rest. Go from one thing to another. Just anything they think about doing. Let's do it. Whatever comes to that mind. Come on with it. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God. All right. Which was at Jerusalem. Give me verse 5. In the same hour. Same hour. Came forth fingers of a man. Oh, my God. Listen, y'all, you're having too much fun, boys. You're going to you, you're taking your party too far. You're going too far with your party. Yeah. Give me some paper. I'm gonna, I got, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write you. I'm gonna write a note. Usually, God deal with people at the end of a situation. 
But these people that got so involved in this part of God said, nope, I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to deal with you right in the middle of it. Let me tell you all something. Let me tell you all something. Some people have allowed the enemy to push them to a point they have no inhibitions. They do anything. When they want to, to whomever, with whomever. And that's what they were doing here. I've talked to people. Look, man, if you're going too far, did you just, just, just don't do anything. I think I might go and sell me some dope. I said, what's wrong with you? Don't you know you just do anything like that? Like it's nothing. I don't want to be my wife. I said, oh, man, what you, what's wrong with you? Don't you realize what you're across, what you're doing? And you know what happened? God, hold it. That's too much. That attitude is too much. God, I'm, I'm going to break the party up. I'm going to break it up. I'm going to... Amen. I'm going to stop this party right in the middle. Some of y'all party going to be stopped right in the middle of it. Because you are going too far. You ignoring the call of God. Amen. You won't pay no attention to the Holy Ghost. I'm going to stop your party right in the middle. You won't be around to see the end of the party. You won't be there when the fun starts. You're going to sell your soul and miss the fun. God's going God to break up the party for you for before, before the fun starts. I'm going to tell you all something, children. And many of you right here today, no doubt, have almost been taken out of right in the middle of the parties. I've had those right among us, amen, say, uh, while they were in a party, a shootout, they had to hit the floor. Some have been shot and some have been cut and all this kind of right at parties. And still going to do it, going to do it anyway. But one day God's going to write the final note. One day they praise our God, God's going to write... Right in the middle of the party. God goes, I hope you're going too far. I'm going to tell you something. Once you go too far, God goes out right and then it's going to be pretty tough in. Then you wish you stayed at home. Then you wish you waited it out. You let that pass you by. Brother, my God, when God began to write, you know what he said? Amen. And, and, and uh, all of these things begin to bother him. And, amen. And begin to trouble him. I'll tell you what, brother. Read a little more. Let me, I'm gonna, let's see what, is, what happened here. In the same hour. The same hour. Now I want you to listen good. Came forth fingers of a man's hand. And wrote over against the candlestick. Wrote over against the candlestick. Upon the plaster of the wall. The plaster of the wall. I'm going to write it so everybody can see it. I'm going to write it right in the king's palace so all y'all get a lesson. Come on with it. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. The king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance was changed. What happened? No more merry making now. No more a toast to you now. No more, amen, drinking out the cup now. No more, amen, off-step dancing now. No more play me another tune now. No more beating on the table with the little sticks now. Think of when God began to write, that break up the party, children. All the party broken up then. Oh, it's time to go home then. When, when God begins to write, the party's over. 
My God, this old king oh, amen, had all them women around him and a thousand of his laws and gallons of good wine. Amen. When God began to write, brother, amen, the expression changed. God can change your expression. You might not listen to the man of God. You might not listen to mama. You might not listen to daddy. You might not listen to the saints of God, but God can change your expression. God can wipe that little ephemeral, that little false smile off your face, or he can wipe it off. How do you know? Those who wouldn't listen to me, brother, I'm going to the hospital up there sweating up, amen. Brother, have them pray for me. Or God can wipe it off. Did you tell me? Grabbing hold of my hand, crying, amen. Teenager, 20 years old, going off in eternity. Amen. Reverend, pray for me. Brother Hampton, will you pray for me? God, they didn't want me to pray when the party was going on. Wait after the party. Let me pray for you. Wait after the party. When God began to write, brother, when God began to write, right in the middle of the party. Waking me up through the night and everything else. They should have been waking me up through the night trying to get saved. Then pray for me to try to get them, pray them through. Amen. Amen. Brother is too serious to experiment with. To experiment with. And I'm going to tell every last one of you all today, God is about ready to start writing this your party too. You'll see them right, right here. I'm sorry I hate to make reference sometime. But right here, brother, we had some coming here party. Party over the saints and everything else. God said, oh. You want to fuck? Praise our God. You going to party before the altar that sanctified you? You going to party before this altar? Come, praise our God. Come in with your message. No, sir. Just give me a pencil, boy. Your angel, give me a pencil. Give me, give, me, give me a notepad. That's all. In 48 hours, your party be ended. Oh, it's over. Your, your party's over. And when I say it's over, it's over. When I say it's over, I don't, you bring a tub of wine, it's all over. Bring in all your princes and concubines. When I say the, the party is over, bring your concubines, bring your wine, bring your coke, bring whatever. It's all over. When I say your party is over, you, you may well dismiss. Or you may well dismiss when I say it's over. That's why a lot of people sitting around won't get saved if they want to party. But I, mean, I, I don't like to party. Well, when you do what you want to do, you party. That's why you don't get saved. Otherwise, you get saved. But I'm going to tell you, children. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. The last song is playing low. The music is dying, the crowd is thinning out. And I'm going to tell you, children, my God. God got his notepad out. You watch and see what I tell you. People, amen. And let me tell you this too. Here's the sad part. Many people who are claiming salvation have not given up the idea of parting yet. Many of you mess around sitting right here today, you're going to party again before it's over. Why? You won't go and get sanctified? You're dibbling and dabbling this, that, and the other? You got a little disgruntled spirit? And before it's over, you're going to be parting again. You watch this about you. You can't get alone at home and all this kind of mess. You have one problem, then you're going to party again before it's over. You're going to party. Why? You love the world too much. You love socializing. You love amusement too much. You're living for that. You just do it on a more sophisticated basis. But that's the same spirit. You're going to party before it's over. You watch, you watch and see what I tell you. Some of you are going to party before it's over. You're going back to partying. Because you're already partying in a fashion. Amen. 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 
I'm going to tell you something, children. See, the enemy, even after you're saved, will come back to you with a strong, hard urge. I say, and when you're having real trouble, when he's coming against you hardest, right. why don't you do it one more time and satisfy yourself and then come on back? That's right, God. He won't tell you what you're going to lose in the process. He said, just, just party one more time. And do you know there are a lot of people who cannot get contented in the kingdom? Why? Because they just cannot give up the idea of partying at least one more time. Let me read your scripture. We're going to try to close here. You've been good audience. Uh, turn to 2 Peter chapter 2. The same initial chapter there. And give me verse 20. Read 22nd Peter. For if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through lust, through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus and Savior Jesus Christ, listen now, and again entangled, that they're going to go, go back and party again. After God had broke up your party one time and amen and you got it, got you out of it and you go back and go have the party again. Read. Let me show you something here if I may. Read. They are again entangled therein. Again entangled therein. And overcome. And overcome. The latter end is worse with them. The latter end is worse with them. Than the beginning. That, you know why it's worse? Because it shows that they are willing to go back and eat vomit again. That's why it's worse. Because, amen, you vomited it out when God saved you. But you say, I got to go back to that party and vomit again. That's why it's worse. That's why it's worse. You are eating what you regurgitated. All that world of that party and mess. It'll elicit sex and getting high. You vomited it out one time. And now, it, and to go back and start lapping up again like a dog. You talked about it. It made you sick even to talk about what you did. That end is worse. It grieves my heart. My heart has been broken Amen. Countless numbers of times. Why? By people claim to be saved. Just had to party one more time. But I just had to. I just, but I just, I just got to. I just wanted to party again. I've been around for eight years. And I didn't, amen. I didn't get me no man. So I got to party again. I just got to party again. I just wanted to party. Lord have mercy. Some of y'all are just about that far from it. About that far from partying again. But I'm going to tell you, children, it's not going to be the same next time. Thank God you're going to see the finger right next time. If you're mighty careful, some might have already seen it. Come on! I'm going to tell you, dear one, let me tell you something. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, life is too short, so part of I must. Did I tell you the definition for that word? I think I, maybe I did. Must mean compelled by some constraining force. I just got to do it. I just got to do it. I don't care what you say, Dad. I don't care what you say, Mama. I don't care what you say, Holy Ghost. I got to try it. I can't wait until I get married. I can't wait until this and that and the other. I got to try it. I can't take your word for it. 
But how there's no good is going to destroy you. I got to try it myself. I must party. I must do it. I just must. I ain't satisfied. Amen. Whatever happened, I just got to happen. I must party. I remember in 1952, I was in service. I was saved. I was in Los Angeles, and a fellow from my hometown in Arkansas was there. And we, I began to talk religion to him. And I guess at that time he was in his 30s. And so we were talking about heaven and hell and whatnot. He said, listen, he said, how are you thinking? I might die and find that ain't no hell and I won't be in bail house, none. In other words, I'd be missing my bail house. They called party in bail housing old, in olden days. In other words, I might die and ain't no hell and I might have missed my bail housing. But he's in, he know now. When he was 44 years old, he went off in eternity with cancer. That's the ignorant concept that many people have. I might miss it and later on and find out this, that, and the other. If, if that's your concept, you're in a bad shape. What you miss, you better miss. What you miss, you'll be glad you missed. What you miss is what all of these right here hope they had missed. All of you here who hope you had never parted, raise your hand. Hope you had never parted. Hope you had never tried it. Hope you had never tried it. I guess some of y'all sorry about it, huh? Okay. <laughs> Party, I must. Let me tell y'all something in closing. That old urge that just keep pushing you. Something you think I just got to do. I just got to try. You better kill that thing. Some people, some people are claiming salvation who have not fully given up a lot of ideas yet. They have not given up the idea of extramarital sex yet. They have not given up the idea of fornication. They have not given up the idea of premarital sex. A lot of them trying to do good, but they have not given up the idea. Not giving it up. They have been struggling with it. They're trying to do the best they can. But for all practical purposes, the idea is still alive. Well, this is the situation. I'm going to tell you something with no uncertainty. If party, you must go to hell. You must. Oh, you're going. And I'm going to tell you something. There won't be. And I've heard them say that all my friends will be there, but they won't be parting. Oh, they won't be parting. They left that parting here. They won't be parting. Oh, you won't be parting. I don't care how many of your cool friends. Won't be no cool people there. Everybody gonna be hot. Won't be no cool people in hell. I guarantee you. Well, if you're willing to pay that price, if it means that much to you, then help yourself. If you're willing to do it at such a great price, then go ahead. That's the best I can tell you. But I'd rather do one walk out of the party myself and have God to break it up. I'd rather leave the party than have God break it up. And I'm going to tell you, there are many who say that you're not far enough away from it and you need to get before God and get some sure enough Holy Ghost in your soul. Some of you young people, that's why you go back to it. You never get sanctified. You, you get a little, get your conscience relieving and, and then you're going back and after a while you're going to be running off from home and, and, and going out partying somewhere before it's over. You better get right. You better sell some things this morning. 
You need to get on before God. Let somebody pray for you and get some things settled this morning. That old party spirit they want. I'm going to tell you something. Never dies. You find old people praise our God around on holidays and stuff around the party. 75 and 80 years old. Still around there trying to uh, uh, wear loud clothes and, and uh, white shoes and, and all that kind of mess around. Still trying to party. Trying to dig up some old records back in 1929 and 30 and all that kind of mess. Trying to relive something that they have long outlived and outgrown. And this and people and false churches are bringing parties right into the church. They might do it uh, on a little higher level, but it's the same spirit. You need God's gonna break your party up, children. I'd rather break my own party up. I'd rather break my own party up than let God do it. But you think, okay, you see other parties that were broken up, but you think it won't happen to me. It won't happen to me. It won't be my. It won't be my lot. It won't happen to me. It will not happen to me. Well, I'm going to tell you, nobody thought it would happen to them. All your little friends who's off in, in hell today, they thought it wouldn't happen to them. They thought it would not happen to them. You have a choice this morning. You have a choice this morning. And some of us can't keep an experience, praise our God. Some of us got to engage in this, that, and the other. Can't give it up. Give it up and go back and get it again. You need to get situated this morning. You need to get situated. I, I must do it. The thrill of it is too compelling. Amen. And some of us want to be saved, but amen, you, you want part of the world. You're in preference with your world and friend. You got to, well, you're on the fence. You need to get off the fence. You need to get off the fence. You need to get off the fence. You want to be saved, but you want to keep a good relationship with your unsaved friends. Too much so. You have a choice this morning. We're going to give you the opportunity. Some of y'all will be saying, Lord, y'all saints, pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. I'm going to get my, pers- my perspective straight. Before you, uh, I'm going to say, before you decide to stop partying, you might be in hell. Before you decide to stop, God might have already broken it up. You have a choice this morning. Shall we stand? You may come. The altar, the prayer room, you may come. And you need, you need to get situated this morning. You get rid of that spirit this morning. Whoever you are, praise our God. You don't need to wait around and let the devil talk to you more. Because some of us are just about uh, an inch away from it. Amen. Now, if you want help this morning, why don't you come? God has spared you thus far. Don't push it any further. What shall we sing? I'm sad that some of our children are so... The ones they are so imperceptive. Their skulls are so thick that they can't even see the devil just making a fool of them. Still want to party. You've already lost everything you got, so what else can you? My God help you. Won't you come? Let's pray this morning. And let's get situated. God have mercy this morning. Just because God has spared you through two or three parties already, don't think you're going to keep on going. Some of us, that's all these ball games, shootouts, and just maybe bullets whizzing by your head. All of these entertainments and whatnot. I remember down in, I believe, Biloxi, Mississippi, some years ago, one of these movie stars who was a Western cowboy singer. And about 500 people got burned up at the party. 500 got burned up. 
God broke the party up. God broke the party up. Don't you let the devil out talk to you this morning. You need help this morning. You really need it. You're going to do it and you're going to party anyway. I don't care what nobody say. You're going to do it anyway. I don't care how it's affecting you, how it brought you down. I'm going to party anyway. I'm going I'm to I'm do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. I don't care what my vow I made to God. I don't care. I said I'm going to quit it. I'm going to throw it away. I'm going to stop it. I'm going to do it anyway. Come on with it. You need to pray this morning. Don't let the devil out talk to you this morning. God have mercy. They know the world. Let me tell you something, children. Some of you feel that you're popular and you're the life of the party and uh, people carry on over you. Don't you let that deceive you and call you to die and go to hell. You walk in and liven things up. Somebody make you think you're popular and you're this, that, and the other. And all Don't you let the devil deceive you and lose your soul. It ain't going to be like you think it is. It's not going to be the picnic you think it is. I'm going to tell you the truth. Now you can harden your heart and walk out and, and turn a deaf ear to what I'm saying if you please. But I'm going to tell you something, children. Like I told the saints, just about before all of these incidents, I was, I'm going to tell you something. You all can prepare yourselves. You can prepare yourselves. Now, dear one, God has broken up the part of men of our children and it might come to my door next and you'll do it next. So I'm going to tell you, children, God going to break up the parties. With all of the knowledge and light that these youngsters have and some of the old people and everything else, and you insist to do it, God going to break up some of them. You watch and see what I tell you. You're going to hear some shocking news. You're going to hear some shocking news. It looked like to me around here, above all places, you ought to all walk lightly. But I think it may be nine funerals I preach. I could name them to you right now. All of them young men who had come up under this gospel, been exposed to it and been influenced by it. But they had to party. They had to party. All of them intending to get right someday. Intending to get right sometimes. It grieves my heart. Some of them don't even know how to party. Just want to do just want to get under that spirit. Go to different cities and whatnot, anywhere. Go all over the country trying to, and trying to party. It's so sad. And most of them right now are down in the dust. Dear one, you need help this morning. Won't you come? Why don't you come? Let's pray. Let's pray together. The prayer room is open. We'll talk to you. We'll pray with you. The altar is open. Will you come? You might not enjoy your next party, children. I'm telling you, you might not enjoy the next one. You watch and see what I tell you. You might have been the fun of the last one, but you might not enjoy the next one. All right. They're only trying to ignore it, children. It's for your benefit. You, you pushed the Holy Ghost away too many times already. 
Would you, will you come a little free with you? Well, some of you might have this attitude. I don't care what the Holy Ghost don't allow. I'm going to do my parting anyhow. Well, I tell you what, children. It's not going to have the same glow that it had before. Some of you right now, you're fighting it off. And you ought not to do that. You've done it too much already. That's why a lot of you don't want to come to church because you don't want to deal with the Holy Ghost. You don't want to deal with the Holy Ghost. And now you're just waiting till I let you sit down so you can relax. But I'm going to let you sit down. But maybe it won't be in your best interest. You might wish I had prolonged the altar call. You might wish I had begged you a little harder today. I'm going to tell you the truth. You watch see what I tell you. I tell my wife, and I, I, honey, I said, prepare yourself for anything. Don't get so wrapped up in the you go go crazy. Get, prepare yourself for whatever. Ignoring the Holy Ghost. You prepare yourself. I tell her. Prepare yourself. I said, we're no better than nobody else. And so we're no security. Amen. I'm going to tell you, children. Anybody who refuses to get saved is because they suddenly want to enjoy it a little while longer. They might say, well, God ain't talking to me. God it, it, no, it's more than that. It's more than that. It's more than that. It's something they want to do. It's something they want to enjoy. It's some reason they want to wait. Some relationship they want to break up. Amen. They don't want to quit. It's like they are lottery playing and something they don't want to stop doing. We're going to sing another verse. We're going to sing another verse. Many of you have parted too long already. Parting got you in the, in the mess you're in today. You ought to want to get out of it now. Parting have you in the mess many of you are in right now. And you're venturing out a little further now. You, Some of you are now in your LRT and you want to be independent and you're tagging behind. You know what? Like I was telling and like my wife tells my children, like, listen, so you might, we might hear about you get, come up with AIDS or someone these days. God can break your party with AIDS maybe. You know, you, you, you think you're smart and all this and you can protect yourself against it. Well, go on and do it. God, got, God can break through all that mess. I preach one of the God is what you call a party pooper. He can mess up your party. Oh, he'll mess your party up. You watch and see what I tell you. We're going to sing another verse. No heart in your heart. You've, already, you've done it too many times already. I don't know when God's coming back around again. The party might be over before we speak again. I'll come on with it. Let me say this before we sing the chorus, please. You know, we visit and preach at the prison often. Some of those young men went to the party with their arms and whatnot, with their guns and whatnot, just to be in there with no ill intentions. And maybe the first party, somebody did something and they blew them down in cold blood. And right now, life without pardon. Life without pardon. Went to a party with their arms and something erupted and they start shooting. The judge said that's premeditated murder. 
And now, one young man, I, I asked brother, I believe, uh, how old is uh, this individual? He's 23 years old. Life without pardon. 23 years old. And he's trying to adjust himself. You can't adjust yourself no matter. That's too much. 23. He never thought, I'm sure. And when he went to the party, he had no idea that could happen. You might not be the victim, but you lose it anywhere you go. All day. All the rest of his life. 23 years old. He's there. If he lives to be 80, he'll be there. I'm going to tell you, children, one time. Go out one time, party, and come back with AIDS. One time. Come out with some complicated pregnancy. One time. It's tough. One time. One party. First time at the party. Don't, don't, don't let the devil trick you. Don't let the devil make a fool of you. You've already been there too long. Don't let the devil. Why don't you come? Let's pray. At least pray for me. Pray for me. I need help. Pray for me. I need help. Pray. I need. Just pray for me. If you will, if you come, if you want help, we'll pray for you. Whatever you want.